Welcome to our podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. Join us as these neighbors drop by unannounced for conversations that are fun, relevant, and just downright neighborly. 2020 is burning. They're bringing marshmallows, a desire to talk about it, and their mission to laugh now and again, no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello and welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock, the podcast where neighbors such as myself drop by unannounced or announced, whatever, I come by for a good time. Isn't that right, Philip? It's true, Bri, but every once in a while there is something on the schedule for you to pop by lately. It's been uh, it's been nice, actually. Nice change for me and my wife to have to, to you. To know, know exactly when I'm coming through the door. Yeah, I mean, we love having you drop by unannounced. You're always welcome to barge in, but, you know. <laughs> I do appreciate that you leave the door unlocked because I'd, I'd just be sitting there trying to open it anyway. You know, I wouldn't be knocking. I just just like shaking it until someone came. I have to admit, it's, it's totally a hey Siri, quick, Brian's here. <laughs> I like that though. You, now, okay, you've been you're in with the you don't have the the automatic locks though. Yet, are you gonna get those? I actually do on some because I could, you could give just me, not on you could just, your door. Oh, okay. Sorry, bud. <laughs> that that's the airlock that we're t- we've been talking about. That's the yeah, I know, right? Well, thank you guys for joining us uh, again. We have a great show. We're gonna be getting and having a lot of fun today. And we have special guests that are going to be joining us. That's right. I did say special guest. But before we get to that, we are going to hear a word from our sponsor. Indeed. Neighbors Don't Knock is brought to you by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. They combine years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales to offer big marketing and media products at small business prices. If you'd like to learn more about CNG, please check out our uh, Facebook page, their Facebook page, or you can even email us directly at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. All right, so I'm not even going to beat around the bush. We're going to get right to our guests because, as you heard earlier, yes, that's right. We have multiple guests. We have two very special guests, and I'm very excited to have them. Um, They're joining us today from separate cities, which is even crazier that we can do this, so I love it. Uh, One of our guests is an Austin, Texas native. She's a co-owner of The Wooden Nickel Carnival, a podcast host and an avid movie lover. The other is a stage, film, and voiceover actress in Houston right here, where you can find her work on Amazon Prime, Netflix, and more. They host a podcast called Two Sisters Present America's Sweethearts, which focuses and celebrates women in film. We want to welcome to the show the talented sister duo Bailey and Chaney Moore. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the show. What's up? Hello. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, we're so excited to be here. Thank you for coming on. We're honored. Yes, uh, I'm Chaney. I'm the actress in Houston. and And I'm Bailey, and I'm the one that lives in Austin. So how how has it been with you guys being in separate cities with your podcast? Well, we kind of started during the pandemic. So we already we kind of worked out how to do this through Zoom. And it's it's been great. Like it makes it easy to get good sound and to edit it together. I mean, at least I think neither of us really had experience editing a podcast until we started doing this one together. And we've been learning and it's been a lot of fun. 
I have so many more new skills now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. See, it's wonderful. You're being trained by the pandemic. Oh, it's no. Perfect. You yes. know what? We have to be careful because the, now we start sounding like the pandemic is a positive. <laughs> like, Indeed, that can be a little bit It's teaching us to learn new skills. I'm using it to my advantage. There rather. you go. That's fair. I like yeah. that. I like that It a teaches lot. us to use our creativity to, to make with what we have. Well, mm-hmm. now you guys have been creative your whole lives. Yes. I mean, being sisters, there's no way. Now, Chaney, you and I have worked together on past projects before. Bailey, I have not had the pleasure of working with you, but I did happen to look up your company. You are a co-owner of the Wooden Nickel Carnival. Is that correct? Yes, that's Okay, it. so you're a modern-day carny, essentially. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, we take the carnival. We have a, a big red trailer that's parked next to the house, and we take it to all different locations, whoever hires us to bring the carnival to their event or party. And we've also organized our own events uh, based on our own themes, and, and that's super fun because then we have the full creative control. But it's taken us to places that I would have never gone otherwise. So, okay, just for my mindset, because I'm trying to I'm trying to picture it based on what I looked up. Uh, what's the website again? Uh, WoodenNickelCarnival.com. Okay, and we we were looking that up, and we saw some of the pictures. It seemed very 1920s to me. Is that the kind of the era that you that you're looking it, at or trying to create? It's kind of got a, a, a vintage feel, old timey kind of feel. Uh, we. I mean, it, we, we work within different themes, so it's not really narrowed to that. Uh, but it was kind of the concept was kind of uh, birthed out of this old vaudeville duo that I, I was a part of where we sang really old songs. And um, I wanted to create a party that that uh, catered to that feeling. I love that feeling because I feel like I'm an old soul. I mean, I think we're we feel like both of us feel like we're old, older souls and we actually are, you know, that. If I was choosing an era, that's the era that I would go, that that kind of vaudeville style. Like, I love that. Fair enough. I, I think it would be in a different era, but I also think oh, you, oh, what era would you be? of a different era. 1950s for me, actually. Fifth, is. You'd be, you would be a greaser. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. <That's> a, <laughs> I don't know about a greaser, but, but something, somewhere in there. Not, not a beat. I think either, I would go to the 50s, too. All right. See, All right Chaney, so Chaney's back Chaney, in my corner. Chaney's going to go with you. Okay, 50s or 60s, yeah. So, Chaney, what is it about the 50s, though, that, that makes you want to gravitate to that era? I, I love doo-wop music. It, it just sings to my soul. It's so simple and sweet and wonderful. I just love it. And I also... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's we're just go, charming. If we're going down music for me, it'd be 50s jazz. 50s jazz was mm. definitely a cool time for, uh, for, a, for a, a, you know, finally nationally recognized music genre, right? Oh, man. No, I, I still got to stick with, I still got to stick with the roaring 20s if we're yeah. going, if we're going music. I, so I'm going to, I'm going to side with Bailey on this one for me. I, I'm going to do that because I, I love that. That piano, that that Pine Top Perkins type of woogie. You just oogie, oogie, boogie. be rich and handsome. Yeah, I really like the, the New Orleans swing. Oh, Ooh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really good. See, look, even you can't resist. All right, all right. So, you both were grew up kind of creative, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Did you both do theater together? Or were you both theatrical together in some sense? Or did you have your own separate type of outlets, creativity? We did theater together. I'm I'm two years older, so we weren't always in the same productions. 
we did some theater together and um, both of our parents sing as well. They actually met in theater in college. And so it, it's kind of in our blood, but mm-hmm. um, we would grow up singing songs. My dad would play the guitar and we would put on little acts and, and sing together. So it, we've always performed together in a yeah, sense. We didn't have a chance. Okay. So you say you, <laughs> yeah. you, you have, you put on acts. Mm-hmm. What were these original works like family works? Uh, well, the song, <laughs> the song that, that our dad would make us sing, I think is from an Andy Griffith show, but oh. they added some of their own, he added some of his own verses. verses and, and he would have us dress up in like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture it, it, like, this. I'm put on our hair and, and braids. Yeah, and, I'm super curious uh, now, actually. I, I'm like, I, is there video? I want to see this. Uh, there might be. We would have to really scrounge to find it. It's on VHS, um, right? <laughs> it's on the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, the song is called Boil That Cabbage Down. Boil and that Cabbage Down. Um, well, that, I mean, that, I think that's fantastic. I mean, I, I grew up in a large family and you know we were all musical but we never really did anything together so i think that's kind of great that you guys got a chance to do that you did you guys grow up in houston originally okay so that's why that's how you're still here and bailey what brought you to austin well um when i went to college i went to a small liberal arts school in santa fe it doesn't exist anymore um and uh, after I graduated, I really wasn't sure what to do. And I had a lot of friends that I went to college with that moved to Austin. And um, I, I knew that there was a lot of live music and, you know, a lot of creative stuff going on. And so it just seemed like the place to be. I, I love that. I, you just you kind of found where what was comfortable for you. So I, I think that's that's great. And you haven't left. It looks like you are enjoying being there. No, I'm definitely rooted here. Yeah, are you t- uh, now, Cheney? Are you ever have the urge to join your sister in Austin, or are you you love Houston that much? Uh, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> she's like maybe. That's a loaded question. I love my sister, and I would love to be in the same city with her. Fair enough. Um, Austin is not my city. I do love it. It's just not the city that I want to live in. But I can't say that Houston is the city that I want to live in forever either. Um, I do love city life, but I'm not opposed to exploring other cities. I, I've traveled to Seattle. I loved Seattle. Um, LA was fun. I'm not sure I would want to live there. New York was fun. I'm not sure I would want to live there, but I, I don't know. I'm not rooted anywhere. If, if our life takes us somewhere else, I'm okay with that. I, I love that. I have a question though. So, so Bailey, did you find, uh, the, the, um, path that took you to own the carnival? Did you find that in Austin? I did in a re- very roundabout way. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm curious. I I happen to um, have an acquaintance who who was long long involved in in carnivals. He's like a Carney Prince kind of guy. His name is Andrew. Um, I think his carnival is the um, the the Mighty Thomas Carnival. Well, I I don't know if you could really legitimately call us Carneys, um, because we don't travel the road like a like like. Yeah, that kind of carnival. Gotcha. This is something that like, um, the it started off. It, yeah. It's, 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 it's an experience that's carnival themed. And we, we started by organizing our own events and then, uh, we got a grant to build it up really nicely. My business partner is a 
is a, an artist and she, she knows how to run CNC routers and lasers and stuff like that, which is how she was able to fabricate the carnival. She's oh, cool. incredible. Her, mm-hmm. She's an incredible artist. Yes. Ilya Piper. You can look her up. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we might. I mean, I, it made me just looking at the pictures made me want to call you and book you for like an event. Like it really did. It, well, thank it, you. It, it looks, it looks, it, check them out. Um, it is like, well, thank you. And yeah, I haven't the, the seen wooden... your order form come in. <laughs> <laughs> and the knife is back. Hello, bus. <laughs> All right. So no, but the wooden nickel carnival, it, it looks, it looks fantastic. I, I hope you are having success with it even in, in, the times that we are living in right now but do you get to perform because i know cheney you do a lot of stuff like you are doing movies and theater and all kinds of stuff and now a podcast do you ever get a chance to visit austin as a performer so i've actually worked for bailey's um carnival a couple times as a i don't know what would you what would you call that role bailey we call them carnies Oh, I got to work as a carny. There you go. See, yeah. life, life, go- life goals, Boom. right? <laughs> Not many people can put that on their resume, to be honest. No, if you flip the headshot, that should be there. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. So, all right. So tell us about a little bit, Cheney, about any projects you have coming on. Now, you've done, you've been doing a lot more film lately um, mm-hmm. versus theater. How do you like that? It's very different. It's a whole it's a very different approach to acting for one. And I've also started working more on the production side of things. I'm helping write scripts now. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's a completely different process. And I'm really enjoying it very much. Our friend Brennan is doing a virtual cabaret that she's asked me to be a part of. So I have been, um, I just got out of my Regina George costume and I'm doing a, um, I've created a medley of Regina, uh, World Burn from Mean Girls, Burn from Hamilton, and Cell Block Tango from Chicago. Oh, I will have so, to check that out. Yeah. That uh, sounds fantastic. To, she's putting it online on October 23rd. If anybody wants to look at it, it's going to be on Facebook. It's a mess productions and it's called Cult Classics Cabaret Goes Viral. Cool. So that is awesome. that's what I'm working on this week at least. Oh, great, great, great. So you you're enjoying, you're filling your time basically. So it's it's I'm I, trying. <laughs> I feel oh man, I'm so glad I'm so happy to hear that though. Um it's especially with everything going on right now. Were there any productions or movies or anything that you were involved with that shut down when COVID hit? Uh, yeah, I was actually we were working on uh, a movie we're working for the trailer for a movie to then potentially turn into a um, a feature film. And that was a week before the shutdown. And so we got most of the scenes done for the trailer, but then it kind of stopped. And as far as I know, there is the intention to start back up again eventually, but you know, you never know. I feel like that's everyone's intention. Like it's, we all want to start back up, but it's, it, it, it's really interesting because I think we need to, we need to get on board of that realization that things may not start back up, or we have to completely pivot in a in a whole different direction. Yeah, it's a weird mm-hmm. deal, right? My wife and I are celebrating our ten year anniversary, and we were supposed to go out to Vegas. I've never been. She's been a bunch of times. I'm not a gambler, but I love shows. I love theater, and my 
bucket list production to see in Vegas was La Rev. La Rev, which was an right? amazing show. I saw it, yeah. and I was really sad. When he told me this, I was so sad for you. Who could have so predicted? Who could have predicted that show couldn't survive the pandemic? I mean, they're done. Plug pulled over. Oh, wow. Break down so the stage. Sad. Yeah, it's over. Right? It just, this it, is a, what, it just cost more money to, to start it up. Production. Yeah. yeah, it just cost more money to get it started again. Well, uh, actually, Brian... You and I were both in a show when <laughs> yeah. I, I like I don't know how I forgot about this. We were in a show called First Date and we got one weekend down and then we shut down completely. I there there has been I know and it was a great, great show. You know, it's so funny that you say that because Philip and his wife were actually they had bought tickets to come. Indeed. Our tickets Aww. went to charity. Yeah. For, <laughs> so they for first date. Thank you. So but there is rumor, I have heard rumor that there's a chance that that show may have a may go back up in the spring. I mean, what is this like? Oh. Luby's coming there's back. Rumor. Is this like a- there's rumor. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I I don't. I I can't say for sure, but it it has been rumored out there by anonymous sources that we might have a chance, and that they might be asking the original cast to come back. I I know that that was talked about. That was talked about way early on into the pandemic i hadn't heard anything about it again so if it's still circling around then i'm gonna i i can't reveal what i've heard like (laughs) from whom i've heard it but i will just say i have heard i have heard inklings of that see i really uh, let me look at let me look at my schedule um she's like i could be open it could be open i really enjoy your impression of modern media right there actually that was great that's like a modern nightly news report our sources, who we cannot reveal, may or may not have said. I do my best, yeah. right? Is, is that how the, those bases? Is that can you tell us when sounds? or where they said that? No, I cannot. But it might have happened someplace or another. Indeed, mm. yeah, that was good. You could be on any major network: Fox News, CNN. You go for it, buddy. Hey, I, I'm ready to go. Put me on camera. I just need a little makeup and a clean, you know, clean shirt and new pair of shorts. You would be that guy down in Galveston doing the weather who's like pretending the hurricane's bigger than it is, right? Like, oh, Steve, I can't. No, the, Steve, there's a woman walking bigger her than dog. I am, so, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Um, so, no. But I'm glad to see that you guys are at least being able to be creative and I'm excited that you guys got a chance to figure out, you know, and get this podcast. This is called um, Two Sisters Presents America's Sweethearts. Right, two sisters present. Did yes. I say that right? Two sisters mm-hmm. just present America's, America's sweethearts. sweethearts. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and so it focuses on strong female roles in film. Correct. Correct. Yes, not just actresses. We will eventually broaden that. It's just for starting out. It's easier to identify with the actresses um, to to gain followers, essentially, or listeners. And then we will branch out to like directors or writers or costumers or people behind the scenes as well. Oh, that's that's really neat to, to hear. Um, well, how did you guys come up with this? What what was the reason that it just kind of sparked? Well, um, I have another podcast and um, Cheney had been a guest on it a couple times and we had talked about how we would like to make a podcast together. And so we kind of spitballed a few ideas and um, one of the ideas that um, occurred to me when I was researching Hook for my other podcast, it was the way that Julia Roberts was treated during that time uh, that made me really curious about, you know, the way that, that these women work within the jobs that they're, that they're performing. 
Um, and, uh, and then Cheney and I talked about it and it, it seemed to resonate with both of us. So Brian, as you know, I mean, as an actor, we have to deal with a whole lot of stuff. You never know what's going to be thrown at you and not just, uh, from the production side, but just dealing with different people. You never know whether personalities are going to click or not. And so that really resonated, resonated with me, not knowing what these actresses go through for each film that they're a part of. So, and it's been so much fun learning about them. Like we were kind we're getting close to closing the series on Julia Roberts and we'll be starting one on another actress that we've already been recording episodes for, but it's any, been any really teaser, great. any teasers that we're allowed to know or not? know? I have no problem just saying it Bailey, if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I think we did say it in a teaser, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. We're going to be covering Viola Davis. Viola. Ooh, I like that a lot. Oh, you, just, you just hooked me for your next set. Yeah, I Woo! like that. Viola yes. Davis. Very good. Nice choice. She is definitely more on the dramatic side of things, whereas Julia is a little bit lighter. She has her, her dramatic movies as well, but it's definitely, she's a journey. But how do you guys go about the process of kind of choosing actresses? Is it is there a criteria that speaks to you guys more about how you choose who you want to talk about? Well, I, I we started with Julie Roberts because she was the one that kind of inspired the whole idea. And uh, and then when we were talking about who we wanted to cover next, we were just thinking about like all of these amazing, it's really hard to choose. But both of us thought that covering Viola Davis would be really awesome. And uh, she's really, we, she's relevant right now as well. I mean, she's how to get away with murder. She just came out with uh, Troop Zero on Amazon Prime. So we're trying to think of people that are relevant to now as well. Right, because I also really want to cover women like Betty Davis and Catherine O'Hara, but you know, Cheney's like in due time, in due time. Can I, I, mean, can I throw so out a suggestion? Can I throw out a suggestion? Helen Mirren. Absolutely. Helen Mirren. Oh, oh, she's yeah. a great one. Or, or uh, another one of my favorites, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I love her. So, I love her. Two, two that I adore. Yeah, uh, Brian's love for her is a bit abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything they do, both of them. I think they're they're fantastic, very versatile. I mean, there's so many. I think you guys are great. I, I love the fact that you are putting a spotlight on the strong female actresses in the business. Uh, yeah, we uh, we definitely want to support women and, and strong women in, in the film industry and just women alone. Um, yeah, you know, we don't we don't want to be put in a corner. <laughs> you know, film film is fa is fascinating to me. For I don't know how to phrase this, but I, I guess the, what I'm what I'm thinking is that. Take your time. Well, you, you tell these stories in film. A little bit longer. Right. And what you wind up doing, thank you. I will, I, I'm going to have long dramatic pauses in this, too. You're doing I great. might do a voice or two. Do I, you do know, I need to get, like, music to, to the cinematic music? I might right do, like, here. as Christopher Walken. You never know. Um, oh, no, no. by the way, I love your Christopher Walken. It's thank great. you. Oh, I have so much. It. Like, I don't thank tell you. you enough that I love your Walken. It's a terrible Walken, but I, I love hearing it. I, love, I, I, I do love hearing it. I tried to do it. I, I can't. It just does not work. No. So I appreciate good it. Good job. Much. Thank good you. Good job. Um, I mean, wouldn't you kill to see Walken and Forrest Gump? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see? It's true. You know, the, the, I I'm hadn't thought you, about it until we did that episode either. It's I'm true. telling it's, you, it's, it really Lieutenant would be a great Dan role. would have been a lot more interesting. Yeah. Damn it, Gump. Um, <laughs> so, 
<laughs> interestingly, though, you, you make a film, these colossal, they're now colossal, right? Every film, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how small budget it is. It's so much bigger than the budget was 30 years ago. It's insane, right? Film has just become right. this colossal endeavor. And you tell a story through whatever film you're doing. And what you wind up with is hundreds and hundreds of these little untold stories about these struggles that people go through to make these projects, right? To make this art come to life. And I've really enjoyed listening to your Julia Roberts segment because she's a really fantastic example because everyone just thinks like, oh, it must be so easy being Julia Roberts, right? Like you, you yeah. know, she, she knocks it out of the park with Pretty Woman. All of a sudden she's casting everything. She does that sort of uh, unexpected surprise, but giddy look like no other actress could do at that time, right? It's like whether it be the, the champagne popping in Pretty Woman or the horses trampling out in the, the, the polo match or whether it be her suddenly becoming, you know, a full-size human in, uh, in Hook, right? She does that sort of like surprised look so well that, oh, it's so, so easy to get cast as Julia Roberts, so easy to be her. It's complete nonsense, right? Actors well, go through hell to do these roles. I actually have a, a little fun fact about Julia Roberts that I thought I would bring to the show. Um, so on, people won't get it on our show because we've already finished our segments for her. So it's only on your show that they're going to get this. Ooh, um, right here, all exclusive, exclusive on and yeah. Neighbors Don't Knock. Oh, right. <laughs> so apparently her kids had no idea that she was famous. And it wasn't until recently that they discovered that she is actually pretty famous and her i think her son was like are you as famous as taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> and she was like no yeah no i'm not, no, I'm not, not even how, not even close how did she keep them from from exposure to that i don't know because she just didn't want them to i i don't know i don't i don't know but i i admire that and i I'm in awe of it. I don't know how she was able to do that. I think they're like 10 and 11 now. So that's that's a whole decade of keeping that under wraps. That's, well, pretty, that's pretty You amazing. know what? what's impressive yeah. about that is, especially with this day and age when everyone has a cell phone or access, mm -hmm. you know, to information and the internet, it's just like how, how you keep something like that. And then also how you compare, like when they actually do start to piece things together because kids aren't stupid but like then once they start to piece it together how do what do you compare yourself how about to? when you blow their little minds and go yeah you know what i am I'm bigger than famous. taylor swift I am. oh and, and by the way i'm also tinkerbell i mean <laughs> right <laughs> like boom well, okay it's over now i heard i heard it's kind of in the same length i i heard an interview tom hanks did on a podcast and he was he was in an elevator and a mom like freaked out because it was Tom Hanks and I mean who wouldn't but the little her little kid who was like you know 7 or 6 or 7 or something like that had no idea who he was and she's trying to tell him look it's the vo it's Woody and he's looking at Tom Hanks like you're not Woody yeah. <laughs> to Woody it's like and let then, me see the bottom of your shoe exactly <laughs> right and so Tom Hanks tells the little kid he's like hey just just or tells the mom say hey tell your kid just to close his eyes and you know he's like just close your eyes and then he, and then he does the voice and he's like look buzz you know and the kid like opens his eyes and is like lights up like it's Christmas like he's like oh my gosh it's Woody you know, I mean, it must be amazing to have that experience. I, you know, as a little kid, like just re like all of a sudden it just kind of hits you and you're just 
there is kind of the same thing. I mean, I don't know what I would do. So we're in Disney World. That would be World. so magical. Yeah. It, it, it's extremely magical. And uh, yes, if I could go to Disney World, which I have not yet been, and you know this, so quit Dude, rubbing so it hang in. On, so hang on. So we're in, we're in Disney World. My daughter's oh. five years old, right? She's meeting all the princesses. And she's just floored. She goes, Daddy, I, I just met, you know, Elsa. I just met Anna. I mean, she's her mind is melting. She can't believe it. She goes up and she meets um, Rapunzel, who at that time was her favorite princess, right? She goes up. She gives her a big hug. She does the whole thing. She comes out. She goes, not the real Rapunzel. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Everyone else, the real not deal. Not anymore. Just boom. Not, I'm like, Fake. Yeah. I'm like, really? She goes, oh, yeah, totally someone pretending to be your puzzle. I, how do you know? She goes, I just know. Oh. oh wow. <laughs> so, so intuitive. Like, so intuitive. It's, okay, because, okay, it's yeah. because Rapunzel was her favorite. Indeed, you know? right? It must have been this she was deep a real emotional. Fan. Not now, the real puzzle. Do you guys, I have to ask, <laughs> do you guys have a favorite actress? I know we kind of shared ours, but do you have someone that, outside of Julia Roberts, inspired you um, in other areas of your life? Well, it's really hard to pick a favorite, just of anything, really. Fair but, enough, fair enough. Um, I will say that an actress that I've really loved for a really long time, and she is still producing incredible stuff, is Catherine O'Hara. Oh, great. You know, I, oh, I think Shits I, Creek I first, is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah well, I, I first recognized her because um, she's the mom in Home Alone, and then she's also the mom in Beetlejuice, a stepmom in Beetlejuice. And I was like, wow, she's really cool and very funny. And then I learned that she's the voice of one of the trick-or-treaters in Nightmare Before Christmas. Really? I didn't kind know of that. just blew my mind. Wow. Yeah, she, you just blew my mind. I didn't realize that. Now I have to actress. go and watch that. I I love I love that choice. She actually won me over in Best in Show, uh, but that's that's a really great one. Cheney, do you have somebody that I mean? Because I mean, especially doing a lot more film, do you have anybody that you look at and say, you know, I love I use them as a measuring stick. I mean, obviously we want to be our own ourselves, right? <laughs> well, first you said a lot more film. Uh- let it be known. I don't do a lot more film. Okay. Or, or <laughs> I'm just, I'm just now getting into it. Or, or, um, or theater. I mean, I, either way, I mean, because a lot, you look at it, especially the really great actresses and act, actors and actresses that we, we look at do both theater and film. And many of them, it's always interesting because when we think of them only on the big screen, we find out when we learn more about them that they've started on the stage, mm-hmm. like doing, doing theater, which I think is fantastic. Well, I, any, any woman in film that is funny and not afraid to be, uh, or make ugly faces or just be themselves in order to get a joke. Yeah. That is always inspiring. Um, like Emma, Emma Stone, Kate Hudson, um, uh, no one else, come, Catherine O'Hara. those women alone just inspire me, but Madeline Kahn, Madeline Kahn. Oh, Madeline Kahn. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but a, from a dramatic standpoint, Kate Winslet has always been a, a major icon for me. I I saw sense and sensibility when I was, I think in junior high and her playing Marianne, I was like, that's what I want to do. That's who I, that's the, the caliber of acting that I want to present. Yeah. She's wonderful. And she's only gotten better. She's just, she never ceases to amaze me. She's incredible. Well, I mean, all fantastic choices, but thank you very much because I'm going to be walking around going, David, you know, for like the rest of the night. <laughs> David. David. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to be, it's, it's stuck. It's there. 
Um, well, okay. So you guys, the podcast is going incredibly well. We're very excited for you. You know, thank you, thank you. We we tune in all the time. If you guys haven't, you need to make sure that you check out Two Sisters Presents America's Sweethearts. Okay, I thought it would be fun because you guys are movie buffs. Everyone I think here is a movie buff. So we're gonna have a little trivia game here. Yay! It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be everyone for themselves because <laughs> okay because I, I feel and, and of course I, I'm not gonna play because someone has to moderate this this game to be fair. And <laughs> do you like how I took myself out of that equation? I just like how you ensured that I just lost. I mean, anything involving <laughs> trivia and names, I'm done. I'm Don't toast. worry. They're all uh, random. They're I'm random. I'm also not good at trivia. Yes, I'm in good company. That I know Sweet. a lot about. All right, Bailey I, and I are screwed. Cheney's going to take the gold. <laughs> I'm going to do the worst. Watch. <laughs> I, I promise. I promise that you guys will. There'll be some that you'll be able to get. So we are going to get into our trivia game. So, this trivia game, we're going to ask a question. Each of you are going to get three questions each. If you can't answer it, you may, one of the other two may answer the question if they get it wrong. You have a chance Ooh. to steal. Okay. 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 All right. Do we, just, do we just shout in if we get to steal it, or how do we, what are the rules here, Mr. Chambers? You, well, just, just say, uh, I'll take that, or you can just say, hey. Or just shout <laughs> so there are no rules. It's a grudge match. Okay. Good, this is, good to this know. This is podcast street rules, right? Sweet. Mayhem. Mayhem on Whoever microphones. Whoever can yell like the loudest. It. That's, Got it. that's right. right. That's right. And so now these, I'm, I, <laughs> these are a collection of, of movie trivia questions that are across the board. So they're not specific errors. They're not necessarily all animated. They're from different time periods. Some of them are recent. Some of them are more. So it's okay to say pass. There's no judgment here. And if you get it right, you will hear a, a little yay. If you get it wrong, you'll definitely hear a, <laughs> not to make anyone's <laughs> feel bad about themselves. <laughs> you know, we all know that you did this, Jesse. You can press those buttons. Right? I, absolutely. I love, but if that's the reason I think my wife fears taking me to Disney World because I will knock a child over just to press a button, even if it does nothing. I want to know what it does. And so I'll just like elbow them out of the way just so I can press it. Some of us never grow out of that. I, Indeed. <laughs> hey, pro tip, pro tip on a little tangent. The little bell icon on the elevators, all it does is ring a bell, <laughs> and it's super fun. You can do like the trolley car thing when you're going down elevators, <laughs> office buildings, hotels, just ring, ring. It's great. See, why, why would you tell me something like that? You know I'm going to go do it. That's exactly And you know my wife is going to be riding the elevator. Like, why? Oh, why? You, see, why? you just figured it out. It's me picturing the look on your wife's face looking at you. <laughs> While you're gleefully pressing the buttons. That's right. And she's like, <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get into this. We, I decided that, Bailey, we, you're going to go we. first. <laughs> Whoopee. Oh, hold on. I, let me use the air quotes correctly. Yeah. We. we. <laughs> Thank you. We decided. I appreciate you qualifying that. <laughs> Thank you. So we decided that we're going to have Bailey go first. Philip, you miraculously drew second. So you'll go, you'll go second. And Cheney will go third. <laughs> so the uh so that is how it's gonna go all right so we're gonna start out and this first question is for bailey okay what tv show first question for bailey what tv okay. show 
was Jack Nicholson referring referencing when he ad libbed, "Here's Johnny in The Shining." Oh, that was some kind of that was Johnny Carson. Yes, very good, score Johnny Carson. I was ready to steal that. I was ready <laughs> oh, to steal score it. one. See, a, a little bit of pressure off, right? You're like, oh, these aren't as as, as hard as I thought, right? All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll Philip. Philip, this one, this one is for you. This one's for you, and you can't look. At my, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looking at the answers. I'm the kid in third grade math, just gonna <laughs> lean over here yeah. and take a look at that laptop. You can't screen. cheat. You can't cheat. Okay, so what Hollywood movie star plays himself in Zombieland? Help. Bill Murray. <laughs> Ooh, correct. Very correct. Oh. Um, not just correct, very correct. All right, <laughs> excellent. Okay, about as correct as you can be. That's right. I both got it right, so now I'm really nervous. <laughs> I had the opportunity to meet on. Mr. Bill Murray once. Uh, right after he filmed Rushmore, he looked just like he did when he filmed Rushmore. It was I was like, oh, dude, brother. <laughs> <laughs> little little rough, little whoa. rough. <laughs> whoa, Mr. Murray. Yeah. Well, Bill is Bill, so we <laughs> I'm like, you know, there's witch hazel. You can just you can just try that. It, <laughs> okay. This one is gonna go to Cheney. Oh, you drew you drew a tougher one. Sorry. No. Okay. In what 1950 drama does Betty Davis say, "Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night." That's a tough one. It's not whatever happened to Baby Jane. Um. I wouldn't know this, so I'm impressed if you get this. I like that neither <laughs> Bailey, Bailey nor I are trying to cut in here. We're just like we're just staring would, at the screen. Would you would you like to pass? Because if you pass, what will happen is one of them will be able to answer. If they get it wrong, you still get the point. Okay, pass. Oh, she passes. Okay. So <laughs> you are the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, so this this goes to Bailey first. This goes to Bailey first because we go in order. So Bailey, in what 1950 drama does Betty Davis say, "Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night." I don't know. Okay, so you're gonna pass. Okay, Philip, it's gonna pass to you. If you can't answer this, Cheney gets the point. Give Cheney the point. Ah, <laughs> Cheney gets Yay! the point. Okay, so it's it, the answer was <laughs> all about Eve. Oh, all no. about Eve. That I was a tough one. That was a tough it. one. That was a, that was a tough one. Okay, now we go to Bailey. Okay. Me. So here we go. What are the dying words of Charles Foster, Citizen, uh, sorry, Charles Foster Kane in Citizen Kane? What are the dying words? Rosebud. Yeah, (laughs) Rosebud is, and I like that you said it in character. I love that. That was awesome, Bailey. I love that. I love that. Okay. Well done. Well, well done. Okay. You studied film. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this one goes to Philip. This one goes to Philip. What real life, on again, off again, Hollywood power couple starred in the film Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Oh, we have some. Oh, it looks like we have. Uh, if you can't get this, I, it don't, looks like we, I don't know the answer. Oh, you're, are we passing? We're passing. We're passing. Okay. Uh, this goes to Cheney first in order. Cheney, do you know the answer? I uh, Bailey was really excited about it, so I'm just going to give it to her. Okay, Bailey, do you know the answer? 
I'm only half excited because I only know half of the power couple, but okay. I will accept. I will accept half. And now I, I'm blanking, and I can't think of Elizabeth. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of her name now. You're on the I right. I got too excited and You're... it flew out of my head. <laughs> Liz, Liz Taylor. Liz Taylor. Yeah, Liz Taylor is one of them. That's and that. The other one is, I, I don't. Know. I will give you credit that it's Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. Richard Burton. Richard Burton. Oh. Yes. Yes. That's a, a great movie. Yes, very good. Awesome. All right. Okay. All right. So it's it's three to one and one here. So we're uh, so we're, so Cheney, ba- we got to step so up. So Bailey is leading. Okay. Bailey is leading this. Okay. So this one goes to Philip. Are you ready? Who played juror number eight in Twelve Angry Men? Are you kidding me? <laughs> First of all, I love that movie, and I still can't answer it. Secondly, I want to be like uh, the Russian remake or the original. <laughs> the original. An unfair question. Is it Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like the, the answer is always is if you don't know, it's is it Jimmy Stewart? It's always Jimmy Stewart. I just Stewart want excuse to be like, you know. <laughs> I won't even do the voice. Okay, okay, just, give, that, just right. give the point to one of those two let, fine let, ladies who are no, gonna no, no, school let me, me right. That now. was that was unfair because I saw that question. So here here's a real question <laughs> for you. This one. If you don't know this, I, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. The head of what kind of animal? is front and center in the infamous scene from The Godfather. The horse. Correct. Yep. Very good. Uh, if you didn't know that, we would have a little bit of a problem I happen to have seen that one. Very good. Who, who is juror number eight? <laughs> it in... was Henry Fonda. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, Henry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Henry it was Fonda. Henry Fonda. Thank Henry you. Henry Fonda. There you go. I told you, names <laughs> names, and I don't mix. Yes. Very good. Okay. So here you go. Who, uh, Chaney, you're up. All right. Okay. For what movie did Steven Spielberg win his first Oscar for Best Director? Oh, goodness. Um, uh, E.T.? No, not E.T. Good guess, though. Good guess. Okay, this one goes to Bailey. Bailey's already up three, two to one. Can you get okay. this? Okay, I think it might be Schindler's List. That is correct. Wow. That is impressive. That is impressive. See, Bailey came in saying, oh, I'm the worst at this. <laughs> I know we're getting she, She's here. hustling everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Is she? Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah, Bailey, it. Bailey, do you play pool by any chance? Yeah. I was about to say, she's the <laughs> no, pool No, never. Player. I'm the worst at pool. Totally. Uh, oh, wait, she's, whoa, whoa. She's the worst. Look at the eyes. She's I'm, like, I'm no. Using, I'm using air quotes here. Right. The worst at pool. She's like, I run a carnival act, you jackass. Of course I shoot billiards. <laughs> I, I love live it. in Austin. <laughs> I don't know anything about music. <laughs> okay. So this one goes to uh, back to Bailey, actually. Back to Bailey. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go, and ooh, ooh, this one might. I don't know if she'll get this one. Okay, what is the name of Quint's shark hunting boat in Jaws? Oh, this one's not an easy one either. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I'd just guess. Torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, this one goes to Philip. I pass. You're going to pass. Okay, Cheney? Lady Day Mayfair. 
<laughs> I love. You know what? I think Cheney I'm, wins I'm, for I'm, the I'm going to give you the point for that because Did that was a bonus point. That was a bonus point because it was called the Orca, but but for creativity, that was fantastic. It was called Ladies Chambers. Can we do movies that were filmed after we were born? All right, that's the. <laughs> and I'm the old guy in the room, and I'm still saying that. Hey, hey there were people that got stuff. Okay, so who's who? there were people that got stuff? <laughs> okay, who, so what we have the score is three. No, four to two and two. Four to two and two. Oh, okay, okay. So this is the. So we have one. This is now Philip's question. Woohoo! <laughs> I know you're so excited. You're so excited. Okay, what flavor of pop tarts does Buddy the Elf use in his spaghetti in Elf? I've never seen Elf. I pass. Oh no! I okay, know. this goes to Cheney. What flavor of pop tart does Buddy the Elf use in his spaghetti in Elf? Strawberry. No, you are so close. Okay, Bailey, this is this could be for the for the first place win. S'mores. No. Oh no. Okay, it was chocolate. It was chocolate. Oh. Chocolate. That's close, Bailey. You were close. It was. Sorry. You were. You were very close. You were very close. Okay. Um, in, in, a, in a couple seconds here, we're going to get like Celebrity Jeopardy on this, right? <laughs> like, I'll take anal bum cover. <laughs> yeah, that's right, right? Okay. So this one goes, who's up? Who do I have up? Chaney, this one goes to you. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What's the name of the anthemic dance near the beginning of Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, um, uh, <laughs> Put your hands on your hips, <laughs> knees and toes. She's singing it correctly. It's, it's correct. She's almost there. She's almost there. Let's She's working it out. Time warp again. There you go. Well time warp. Very good. Awesome. Okay. That so was we, amazing. So we, <laughs> I loved hearing it sung. So we have four to three to two. Phillips, you're you're trailing here. Okay. Is this? Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I planned it. All right, so like revenge is brutal, Chambers. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, all right, so this one goes to Bailey. This could be for the win. This could be for the win. This could be for the win. All right, we are gonna go. Oh, oh, ready? Oh, Lord. Okay, who directed? Not ready. <laughs> who directed Boris Karloff in the classic Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein? Oh. I've seen both those movies. I have no idea who directed them. That one's tough. Do we have anyone that can take that? That goes to you first. I'm out. You're out? Chaney, do you have a guess? Okay. Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, I know that's wrong. Yeah, no, that one's wrong. Uh, James Whale. James Whale. That was a very, very tough one. Oh, everyone's still in the game. Okay, Philip, this goes to you. You could close the gap. You could close the gap. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For which 1964... Musical blockbuster, did Julie Andrews win the Academy Award for Best Actress? Ooh, this is a trick question, right? This is not a trick question. So it's either, it's either um, Sound of Music or it's uh, Mary Poppins. I'll give it to you. It was Mary Poppins. Thank you. It was Mary Poppins. Very good. Very good. Little, little movie trivia. Did you know that she negotiated the contract for both those movies in one foul blow? I did not know and that. She became the highest paid actress in the history of the world. I just gave you a bonus point for that. 
Wow, that's a bonus yeah. point. Ooh, you're up to four points. Very nice. Do you like how I rule this game? I like this game. I'm like, <laughs> I, it, it, it's, it's my mental telepathy for, for our ladies' podcast coming up on Julia Andrews. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, oh. we, we might come back to you for, for some, <coughs> some That was it. That was it. You just referenced this one. Just take a sound bite. <laughs> that's all I got. Okay, so this one goes to Cheney. Cheney, with a chance to tie. With a chance to tie. Are you ready? No. <laughs> what 1994 crime film revitalized John Travolta's career? Uh, Face Off? No, that's not it. That's not it. Do it. Okay. For the win, Bailey... Can you can you say it? Do you know it? It's, I don't know. You don't it. know it. No, Philip, do you know it? Can you rephrase the question? Is it what nineteen ninety four crime filled pulp fiction? Yes. Oh. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, but because you got the bonus point, that doesn't count as an actual win. So, so this one goes back to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's some bullshit right there. Yeah, well, well, get get walking out for me, and then we'll we'll, you know, we'll talk about it. It's as prerogative as the moderator. That's Indeed. right. That's right. So, I, it's home. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. <laughs> Do it again. All right. Okay, so this one goes to Cheney for a chance to tie. Chance to tie. Okay. <laughs> it's a quote. Well, nobody's perfect is the final line and punchline from the classic 1959 comedy starring Marilyn Monroe. Some like it hot. Yeah, well that's done. awesome. Well done. Well done. Okay, so we have a four-way tie. We have a four-way tie. Can you tell that Brian grew up in a big family on long car trips? <laughs> yeah. uh, you a did not want to play the license plate game with me on trips, man. With three-way tie. <laughs> oh, sorry. Three-way tie. <laughs> the moderator doesn't count. <laughs> Sorry, I, I like to think I'm. I like to think I'm driving this bus. All right, here you, we are go. Winning. you are driving this bus, buddy. <laughs> okay, so here we go. This is going to be first. Who can who can say me gets to answer this question? Okay, what was Audrey Hepburn's birth name? Oh, we all fail at life right now. Are, are you serious? <laughs> oh, no. The lightning round didn't the work. Three of us are terrible. No no takers? I assume it's not Holly Golightly. <laughs> it's, it's not Holly Golightly. It's, it's Lady Day Mayfair. <laughs> it, I, I'll tell you this one, because I, I actually learned this one by this question. It's Audrey Kathleen Rustin. Mm. Oh, Audrey that, Kathleen. Not, that was a good name. So, yeah. She didn't really need to change it. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one for, again, for the win. For the win. And we're going to shout out me, me, me in this one as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just ooh, in, in. Ooh, ooh, I got okay. it. Ooh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> raise, raise hands. Raise hands. Okay. Aaron Sorkin won an Oscar for writing what 2010 drama about the creation of Facebook? I like how everyone went silent. <laughs> like, uh, like, like, I like how the, the, you me? wanted more recents. Okay, me? I saw Cheney Bailey, first. I think, Bailey, I think Bailey said me first. Oh, so Bailey. Okay, Bailey. Bailey's on. Okay. Social network. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. A winner. We have a winner. Congratulations. 
I like how we asked for movies after we were born, but then when he gave it to us, <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, it's like the most relevant thing possible for our generations, and it's just like crickets. Hey, I, <laughs> I, I, tr- I tried, I tried, and I it was you know I was the like, four of us like West Side Story. I don't know. <laughs> 2010. <laughs> you know, um, so that's all right. But you guys did fantastic. I mean, to be honest, I, I wouldn't have been able to do as well as all of you. So congratulations. I thought that would just be a little bit of fun, you know, for a couple of movie buffs. Hopefully you guys learned fun. something. Hopefully you guys learned something. Yeah. Well, uh, ladies, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Um, we really appreciate you guys being here. Um, Indeed, that was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. If you guys are listening, you need to check out America's Sweethearts. It's two si- sorry, it's Two Sisters Presents America's Sweethearts. Um, I've podcast that focuses on female strong female actors in the workplace in the industry you're not going to want to miss this it's very interesting it's a lot of fun and you're going to learn so much from it uh, not to mention you're just going to feel empowered thank you so much for having us it was a lot of fun you're welcome yes, anytime thank you so much yeah so if you guys are ever in the neighborhood you are have an invitation to join us here on neighbors don't knock anytime um, do you guys have any things coming up that you want to share? Anything outside of the podcast that you'd love that we could get an inkling of? Well, <clears throat> I am writing for um, a production company called uh, Shock the Vote. It's a uh, nonpartisan community building campaign aiming to energize the city of Austin. And they have like a whole bunch of events planned throughout the month of October and into November leading up to election day. And a lot of them are Halloween themed. And at the end of this month on the 30th, um, one of the partnering nonprofits for this, this campaign is uh, <clears throat> between the pages and they're doing a virtual Halloween haunted quest. And it's, uh, it's based on the world of Percy Jackson and the um, uh, larger worlds of Rick Riordan presents which is uh so like the kids that attend our summer camps over the summer they uh they are acclaimed by gods and goddesses as their children so they're all demigods so for the halloween walkthrough um we're going to be going into dionysus's mind and unearthing like repressed memories uh, we're looking oh. for repressed memories inside of dionysus's head and it's going to be really spooky oh i like that so cool. is there is there a halloween episode to look forward to it's going to be a live virtual event. So oh, you can get okay. tickets right now at betweenthepages.com or you can find the information on shockthevoteatx.com. Very good. Very and nice. Cheney, how about you? Yeah, do you have anything um, going on? Well, I have uh, the the cabaret that I mentioned earlier, which you can find on Facebook. I will also be posting that on my oh. YouTube channel, which I only have a couple of videos on, but I do one-woman shows. So I have uh, one day more where I play all the characters or the intro for Into the Woods where I play all the characters, and I'll be posting this video on there as well. So um, feel free it, to check it's it fant- out. It's fantastic, actually. I, I've seen it. It's it's fantastic. I, that's all I can say. I, I can't think Thank of you. anything else. It's it's great. I, I totally enjoyed that. That was a wonderful video that you did. So it just showed your talent and versatile, you, you know, how versatile you are as an actor. So uh, kudos to you. We applaud you guys. Uh, we love meeting creatives such as yourselves. 
because uh, it only inspires us. So thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. Indeed. Thank you again. And Brian, I love that almost Bushism you just did. Uh, the versatility. I, <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't quite get it out. But you know what? That That's what happens when my drink is almost empty because I've been... I, I've been looking at it for a little while. and I found you very versatile yourself. Did, did you? Uh, okay, good. I'm so glad. Uh, so we want to thank you guys for joining us. And if you guys want to check out more, go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and check out Two Sisters Presents America's Sweethearts. And if you want to get some awesome swag, you can go to our website, www.neighborsdon'tknock.com. Indeed, stick around for a special Halloween episode coming up. That's right. Check us out on social media. We drop every Friday, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. Out. Out.